All right, time for Talk of the Town here. It is 11.08 on KTOE. Lisa Kay on your midday here until 12 o'clock this afternoon. Once again, a special thanks going out to Anne Free from the Arts Center of St. Peter for coming in and talking a little bit about Under Pressure, the music of David Bowie and Queen. And they've got a dress rehearsal tonight that's open to the public at Patrick's at 7 o'clock. Patrick's on 3rd in St. Peter. And then the performance, the actual performance, probably standing room only, she said, that's going to be on the 18th, which is Saturday. And free will donations available for that. David Bowie and Queen Sam Ziegler in from Green Seam. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm maybe a little tired. I'm a little tired. I was going to ask you how you're doing. I mean, we had such a, a busy night last night. The Greater Mankato Growth Business Hall of Fame Awards. Did I get that right? Yep. It's a long title. Yeah, it's a long title. Greater Mankato Growth, Inc., so it covers all the right. business units a part of it. I think sometimes people need to see the tree on that and know, because there is kind of a tree, a flow chart. Uh, but Green Seam falls under that. Yep. And you had some awards. I think your awards were the first ones, right? Yeah, we kick off the night with our awards with uh, one award is we call it growing in the Green Seam. Mm-hmm. I mean, good pun, right? right but right. Uh, it's about a company or organization that's really kicking things off, really starting to grow. And uh, we want to highlight those types of companies because innovation is important to the region. Mm-hmm. Who did we have that... Uh Picked up a Green Seam Award. So we had the Meadery, which is <laughs> the, the the folks targeting the meat enthusiasts. So if you're I had, interested, I had to make meat, sure I said that correctly. The meat enthusiasts, yeah, meat we love the meat. With the Dragger family that uh, is working with, I don't know, it's like six to eight or more um, local meat shops, butcher yeah. shops, to get their meat to folks that aren't even in the area or in the area that you just wanted to show up for supper, just order a box of meat. Yeah. And they did. They sent out boxes of meat to people. I didn't know they were doing that, but That's all the so award cool. winners last night got a box of meat in their in their uh, on their doorstep. That's cool. Yeah, That's that really was really cool. And then uh, we had another award. Yeah, and that one seemed in success. Um, and that one is about a business organization that, over a long period of time, have really um, contributed some way to the economic vitality of our region from food and ag, and so. Um, the fam, the Kaler family from Fairmont, mm-hmm. uh, has been electrical business, and they branched off from um, what your typical electrician does to make automation um, decades ago. Yeah. And so Kaler Automation came from that, and uh, they they're a really unique company. And so Wayne Kaler and his brother Doug and their spouses and all their team showed up last night and accepted that award. There was a lot of smiles, some tears that I was like, oh, it's it's kind of touching. I said, people, somebody said, I wasn't expecting so many tears. I said, but people don't get thanked enough, I think, for the work that they do and the innovation and the mindset and the stick-to-itiveness that it takes to grow, start, grow, and run a business. Right. And the, the you know, how many employees they have and how long they've had employees and things like that came up last night at different, right. at different some of the different awards. And I know... Kaler had an employee there that had been with them from the start and it was like 45 years. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? I, I was telling somebody, I thought to myself, look at all these great companies I could go work for. <laughs> well, my boss was standing right next to me on stage. <laughs> Not that I'm going to go work anywhere else, but it just speaks to the to the volume of, of great people that we have working in the industries. Right. And they've really not just had a great business and a great innovation, but they've also given back to the community in mm-hmm. some way. They support community activities and are on boards and volunteers and you know they're dedicating not just their business but 
their family, their community. Well, with Green Seam, you focus on ag in the area right. and how everything kind of comes together. When do you start, uh, as Green Seam, start thinking about, like, who is going to get these awards every year? You know, we put out it in our newsletters, like, hey, nominate somebody. Because for Green Seam, you don't need to be a member. You don't need to be um, anything unique. You just need to be in the southern Minnesota, you know, region here that we're a part of and fill out a nomination form for those two and then it goes through a selection process so um somebody could send me one today if they're like hey this company want uh, they should be on the list for next year i'd take it today it doesn't have to wait till oh nice a certain hour or day but it's got to be in um a month and a half here before the awards banquet so we can get through the process right well congratulations once again to all of the uh the winners uh, last night at the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center, where also you were going to be uh, hosting the upcoming Rural Forum, which is why we're going to be talking today, and that's coming up on the 30th. Right, November 30th, be back in the same room, so the main ballroom of You should have the never September. left. Yeah, just we it, like, just moved apartment. back in. <laughs> so let's talk about this, uh, the Rural Forum, because um, how many, this has been going on for 40 years. This is the 40th year, and we've hosted it here now for the past uh, five or so. Uh, but a long history before that. Well, tell me a little bit about what you know, um, because you weren't around there doing this back then, but 40 years ago, where did this come from? So what I've been told, the story I know, and maybe a listener knows more than I do and shares. They'll they'll tell us if they do. (laughs) Um, But the Minnesota Agri-Women's Association started um, the Rural Forum, and they had a large membership in southern Minnesota, and it was one of their their main event to say we need to talk about hot topics that are affecting ag and in the region Mm -hmm. and so they started this then with um, getting the combination of business or industry or research type folks giving updates on a hot topic or or data points and then they would include in legislators that uh, as some topics of you know needed legislative um, change and so legislators to it and so that was that way until um, probably about 15 years ago where or so the Minnesota Extension got involved okay. to support and build it off hmm. and so we got data that goes back about 15 years and um, uh, Barb Overly she's farms by Lake Crystal and she was a part of the Agri Women's um, Kent TC Brad Slusher those folks all familiar were, names yeah yeah probably been on here before yeah. at some time well, Kent, Kent's on once a month with me yeah yeah so they were all really uh key and a part of that for um a long time together there and before and then as the green seam started building and growing they're like you know this would be something maybe you should consider and we thought about it and said you know actually we do need to have a signature key event yeah, that, makes that we sense. can help continue foster but we're not getting you know, we're not just getting rid of it. We're going to continue on what they did, and that is, right. what's a what's important topics that we should hear about, know about, don't know about, um, and invite in some policy and some legislators and sit down and have a conversation about the topics. And so, you've been planning this for how many? How, when did you take uh, that over again? Two thousand eighteen. Okay, all right. So, uh, when when you have to plan something like this every year, how do you decide? what the main focus is going to be. You know, we try to, we do with a state of ag report now that's statewide um, that uh, comes out um, in March. 
And so a lot of hot topics or important issues come up in that report. Um, so we can use that to judge like what what are people thinking or what are they concerned about or what do they think opportunities are? Mm-hmm. And we can formulate some around there. And the other part is our board you know, sits down and says, hey, what are important topics? Who is a good speaker? Um, how can we formalize that to a, a positive conversation? Um, and we write a list and then we start down that list. Just and, brainstorming, uh, huh? Yeah. So uh, we're going to take you back a year. If I take you back a year, um, I know we're not going backwards, but looking backwards, how did what was the theme from last year that we talked about and how did it go? What did you learn from that? Oh, yeah, great point. So last year uh, was, was really fun. It was uh, global partnerships. And it was all about often we think of our neighbors to the north of Canada or to the south of Mexico and we think they're so far away and what do we have in common or what do we do with them? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they're our largest trading partners. Mm-hmm. Both ways. Right. We get a lot of products from them. We sell a lot of products to them. And so we were able to uh, uh, invite and uh, lucky to have received the, the, the openness to them, the Canadian Consulate General. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an office in Minneapolis, um, but they represent kind of the whole upper Midwest area. Okay. So uh, he came and then the Mexico Consulate General Office, uh, there's one in St. Paul, but he was also the ambassador, or oh, still is. Okay. And, um, and so those two gentlemen came and gave kind of some remarks about trade and partnership and what we need to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always room for improvement. And then along with that, we said, you know, we need to look at that um, one notch a little bit closer. And that's uh, we invited in the secretaries of ag for... Um, our neighboring states and, and Canada. Okay. And uh, we were able to get um, um, the Secretary of Canada, uh, Minister of Ag uh, from Manitoba. Um, we were able to get the Secretary of Ag from South Dakota and then the Minnesota Commissioner of Ag. Oh, wow. They all have different, slightly different yeah. titles, but um, they have a panel about how do we work together? And you think about um, animal transportation and movement and crop transportation and movement, and there are some things we have to work on when it comes to animal disease or border issues that, right. you know, um, ducks and geese when it comes to the uh, avian influenza high mm-hmm. path, it, it's, there's no border. Ducks don't stop in right. Minnesota. <laughs> there's no checkpoint. No yeah. checkpoint. So <laughs> how do we work together to make sure that we can um, put our farmers and our economy, which is around food and ag, uh, in the best position possible? So we had those, those individuals speaking. Wow. And learned a lot. Yeah, we did. And it was really, you know, they, they haven't come and spoke to this, you know, us and vice versa that often. And so mm-hmm. it was just being in that room and that conversation, following the ambassador and the consulate generals of ag. And then it fed really well because at the end of our program, we do a panel of legislators. And so then you can talk about some of those issues too, and they can hear about them. Right. But we're open to talking about any you know, topics that are important to our region, Um, but it just, it makes a good flow. Okay. So that was last year. We're going to, we're going to talk about this year coming up in just a bit. You're going to stick around for that. Please. Because uh, we've got something coming up for you Thursday, November 30th at the Mayo Clinic Health System Events Center. It's the Rural Forum coming up with Green Seam, Sam Ziegler in studio with me here on KTOE. We'll be right back. And talk of the town, Sam Ziegler in. Did I have was it a son, a relative on with me? Um, I had a Ziggler who was in a play, Maple River, 
Oh, you were on. So Alec. Alec. Alec is my son, yes. And they just had their uh, performance of Rudolph. How'd that go? He was wonderful on the air with me, by the way. Oh, it was a hilarious play. All those those kids did such a great job. We had a lot of. <laughs> like, did you know he was on here? Like, oh, I know her. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that he <laughs> he did come on, and he was Yukon uh, Cornelius, yeah. the prospector that uh, stopped the bumble. Right, right, yeah. and so much fun um, to see young folks doing that. Uh, I know that the um, I enjoyed having. They were from Maple River High School, right? Correct. And a beautiful new location for them. Oh, the theater is so, awesome. Yeah, I heard it was, it was wonderful. It wasn't packed house, but it was almost packed house. All four performances, it probably the been biggest the appearance turnout. appearance right here. It was KTOE. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, right. Come on out and see the show. I love that that's open up to the public as well. Well, Sam's here, not, not as Alex dad but we're talking about green seam and the rural forum that's coming up now we talked about the theme last year and some of the people that were uh, along with you and what you took from that and how that went this year we've got a different theme which you had to sit back and again look at your options and brainstorm and what was it what's the theme for this year so the theme this year is all around innovation and what's next and so our theme is future forward Future forward, okay. Um, empowering rural America through innovation. Uh huh. All right. So you're going to have to explain that one. Where did yeah. we come up with this, and what are we looking for? So what we're really looking for is there's a lot of conversation about what's what's in next innovation, right? What's what's happening on the horizon that we should be aware of? How does that um, empower our region? How does that change our region? Or you know, can we get on that bus, or do we, you know, that mm-hmm. type of thing? And so it was like. We need to look at what are the innovations from that'll affect us, right? And so when you look at crop and and uh, genetics and uh, ability for fertilizers and herbicides to use, um, that's important to our region. I mean, our landscape is mostly ground for right. that produces really high quality products, um, and and so we were ended up having the ability to get head of VP of research for Bayer AgriScience. So Bayer also is a company you would think of as aspirin and those things, but they have a huge ag division. They're a global company and um, we have their head of research coming. And so we'll be able to hear about what they're doing, not just for our region, but globally, what are they doing and how is that going to impact sustainability and the future of our ability to, to be that leader in that powerhouse in food NAC. Wow. All right, so that's what we're going to be focusing on, um, all of these discussions on rural development, public policy then. So we're going to talk a little bit uh, about who's coming in particular because there's usually – go ahead. I think we're getting close to your time. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no, we're good. We're good. We're so, the na- so the other topic we're talking about is um, energy. Energy has been a big conversation. And if you think about energy from rural development and economics, we have the ethanol plants, the biodiesel plants, the renewable fuel side. But also in southern Minnesota, we have the nuclear power plants. And what does our future look like? You have to tell me a little bit about that because I think that some people don't realize what it is that they drive by in our region all the time. Right. I mean, right here, directly in this KTOE area, I mean, you go to Lake Crystal and there's the Poet Ethanol plant right on uh, 60. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you go the other direction on Highway 14, you'll see the Guardian Ethanol plant um, outside of Janesville. Um, those are two examples, but the, the biodiesel facilities are in um, Brewster, Minnesota, at Minnesota Soybean Processors, or in Glenville, which is just outside of Albert Lee. And so in Minnesota, there's 19 ethanol plants. 17 of them are in the green seam. I did not realize that. Wow. 
And where is the green seam, just so we can remind so, people? Kind of talk about the southern Minnesota and then dip into northern Iowa a little bit. This region that's rural, this region that's outside of any major major metro. It's where KTUE is talking to right now. So if you're within the sound of our voice, you're in the green seam. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we have 17 of the 19 ethanol plants in the green seam in wow. Minnesota. Um, and the two biodiesel plants in Minnesota are are in the green seam as well. And then as you look very much the east along the river, there's there's nuclear uh, power that's clean. And and, uh, and so what does the future of energy look like? Yeah. I mean, um, and so we were able to get a speaker from Excel Energy, who okay. is uh, managing their nuclear facilities. Um, and she's going to tell us, uh, Pam Gorman-Proshek, and she's going to talk about what's the future of that look like. Because um, right now the policy doesn't allow a single new nuclear plant to be built. There's oh. poly- rules that you cannot do that, right? Um, so as technology changes, what does that, yeah. yeah, where do they go? Right. To, I don't know, future fit? There, <laughs> there's hydrogen, there's other topics, right? And so we'll open that up to let her describe and talk to us about what those options might be. On the renewable fuel side, I mean, right, I mean, where the, the cleanest, most, you know, fuel that we have is made from corn, soy, or other um, starches and, and uh, fats. And we have those here. And so what does that look like for the future of them? Because they are major community uh, economic drivers for our region. Mm-hmm. Um, they're paying a lot of tax. They're employing a lot of people. And, and what does that look like? What's their next? You know, ethanol is not at 1.0. It's, you know, probably at 7.0, how many times it's changed since ethanol came out. Well, what's that next generation look like? There's mm-hmm. conversations about sustainable aviation fuel. Um, And that would also be made from a corn or a soy um, to meet the needs of the aviation industry. Because uh, I don't think, I'm not an expert on batteries, but I don't think there's good enough batteries yet to (laughs) load up a 747 to get us to... Probably not. So I did hear a a news story the other day about the airline fuel and the ethanol. Yeah. And so our companies here are involved in that. And so we're going to have Brian Werner with the... Minnesota Biofuels Association talk about that topic. Back on KTOE, Lisa Kay in on your midday. Sam Ziegler in with me, Green Seam. The Rural Forum is coming up on Thursday, November 30th, and that's going to be at the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center. Sam, is this open to the public? We have to remind people. Yeah, we encourage anybody that has any sort of uh, interest in learning or networking about these topics to jump on our website and buy a ticket. Right. And you can come on out and hear some great speakers. We've talked about a couple of the the people that are invited and are going to be speaking. Um, But who else do you have? Because there's really a whole list of people. Yeah, there is. Uh, So uh, the one that seems like the reviews always come back at the end of it of of a highlight is having the Minnesota FFA president. Um, The young lady this year, Katie Ketchum um, from Lewiston, Altura, which is kind of by Winona. Okay. um, And talk about what she sees the opportunities in the future and what she sees the opportunities in agriculture. And it's a different perspective than maybe you and I as being parents of kids that age. Right. I think about that. We were just talking about our kids off air and what can they look forward to and that there are real viable careers in ag and there's like the technology always just keeps moving forward, right? Right. And, you know, future forward in the technology conversation we're having, and we're not able to talk about every type of new technology, but, you know, the the use of drones, the the chemistry development, the sustainability and, and regenerative ag and all the technologies that come into play in all this. We just won't get the chance to cover all those, but no. that's what I want people to think about. 
And so uh, she's going to be speaking, and uh, with the event that's coming, um, the whole. You said that there was an energy panel. I want to talk about that for a little bit because you talked about um, the general manager of the nuclear fleet operations coming. Yeah. Is there is is she the only one speaking on that? Or? Yeah. So we have just the two speakers there, and then um, we're bringing uh, Kent TC back to moderate that panel okay. for the 40th okay. year because he used to moderate a lot of them. Um, and so, yeah, Pam Gorman uh, Prochaska is general manager of fleet operations. Uh, she oversees their nuclear nuclear policy planning, partnerships, strategy, um, and uh, you know, is has spent a lot of time at their Prairie Island plant. Mm-hmm. And, and so, it'll be just I don't know, fascinating to me just to hear what all happens, what all goes on, because it seems like such a um, Secretive or something I don't know nothing about, right? Right. It's always an, it's a good opportunity to learn, right? And it and it provides a lot of energy to us here in Minnesota through the grid that mm-hmm. I think sometimes we forget. Well, yeah. I mean, you flip the switch and the light works. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Isn't that the way it's supposed to happen too? And then executive director for Minnesota Biofuels Association. Um, yeah, Brian. He has spent um, Harold Woolley with. A lot of years in uh, D.C. on renewable energy policy, and so he is uh, came back to Minnesota here and is working for um, Minnesota companies. Okay. And uh, about and he so he sees that future, and he talks with those plants every day. And so as we move to the next phase of what what does the policy have in play for our energy, but also what is the technology and the capabilities of our facilities that we have? How are they? Um, looking to adapt or or even um, be that leading cutting edge of what that better fuel is for our health, mm-hmm. um, for um, our vehicles and mileage and those types of components. So I think it, it'll be fascinating because uh, it's right here. We're making it. Yeah. That's very cool. Right here in the green seam. Uh, legislative panel that's coming. So we don't talk about any of this change without having some sort of rules and, and things like that applied to it. So... Uh, you've got some legislators that are going to be speaking. Yeah, we do, and and the legislators are a mix of what their um, their committees and their focuses are, and that's by design because we don't need to only focus on farm policy. We want to talk about education policy, energy policy, um, health, and some of the things that are impacting uh, the businesses with some new um, legislation that came out, you know, earlier this year. Um, so we're up to talk about all these types of issues that really affect our rural region. And mm-hmm. so that's why we call it the Rural Forum, because, yeah, there's a lot of themes around food and ag, but they all impact everybody here, every person on Main Street, mm-hmm. all the way down the radio station, right? And so um, we're open that. So we have Senator Bill Weber um, coming. He's uh, located out of Laverne, Minnesota, um, so close to the South Dakota border. Um, he's a senator there and was uh, able to bring him back. We had him a few years ago, uh, quite a few years ago, actually. Okay. Um, but um, he is on uh, Energy, Utilities, Environment, and Climate Committee. He's also on the Tax Committee. Um, and over the years, he's been on the Ag Committee and things. So he's he's been around for a while. So he's going to come and, and we can ask him questions and, and his thoughts on what this last legislative session is. But Probably more importantly is our next legislative session starts here in February. So it seems like a long ways off, right. but it's really not. And then um, we're going to have Representative Samantha Vang, who is the chair of the Ag uh, Committee, Ag Finance and Policy. 
and uh, she's located kind of in that area of Brooklyn Center. Okay. So um, very different um, upgrade, upbringing. First uh, graduate in her family, um, you know, kind of was in the refugee area. So she's brings a whole different perspective right. to food nag of where she lives, her thought, her journey. Um, and so she's been she's been great. She's the chair of that committee. And so um, Representative Samantha Vang will be there. And then our third uh, legislative person will be Representative Bjorn Olson, who is um, House of Representatives Representative for South of Mankato. Okay. So not in Mankato, we have Luke Frederick. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go on the edge and south of Mankato down to the Iowa border. Uh, it's uh, Bjorn Olson from uh, uh, the Fairmont uh, area there. Okay. And all the, put together, pulled together with a keynote speaker by Dr. Robert Ryder. Who is he? So uh, Robert Ryder is the head of research um, and development for Bayer AgriScience. Um, Dr. Ryder, um, he oversees all the crop science in the R&D pipeline, um, which is over top of thousands of scientists in the creation of sustainable agriculture solutions. And some of his goal is really how to help farmers grow safe and affordable food while protecting the planet um, kind of messaging. And so uh, he's been in it for over 30 years um, and uh, didn't uh, grow up too far from here. Actually, he went okay. and got his doctorate at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Okay. Um, and then also did some additional stuff in Pennsylvania State. Um, and so for somebody that's got such a big perspective and a global look, mm-hmm. it'll be really interesting to hear what they're thinking. What are they investing millions? I mean, they're investing millions and millions of dollars per year yeah. on research for the future. Well, that's the whole uh, Future Forward Rural Forum um, idea here with Green Seam. And once again, Thursday, November 30th. Sam, it's like 4 to 8.30 p.m. Is that one of the Yeah, lines? we're going to start at 4 o'clock with uh, reception networking. Um, and then we go throughout the program with a full plated meal. So you got to pick your meal when you when you register. And um, one part two is um, if there's a student out there listening and they would like to attend, um, if they reach out to our office, we can get them a free ticket because nice. we offer uh, free for students, um, which helps our employers in our region potentially make connections. But it also helps our future leaders um, hear and learn about topics that are really important. You never know who you're going to sit across. Never know. Oh, right. Well, excellent. Where do we go for more information on the Green Seam Rural Forum? If you're on your computer, go to our website, greenseam.org. Or if you like social media platforms, you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And you can uh, find the links there to the Rural Forum 2023. All right. After we get off the air here, I'll have this on the uh, in the show notes as well and on the replay if you're listening to it. KTOE.com is where you can find that. Always good to have you in. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, Lisa. Thank you. Good luck with the Rural Forum. We'll look forward to like a recap of what you learned. We should do that. Yeah. Let me know. I think you guys are going to be there, actually, to some degree. Probably. <laughs> We're everywhere. I mean, it's our little apartment in the corner of the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center. Everywhere, man, there's a song. You could play that right now. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, thanks for coming in.